So I just thought that I would make this random ass podcast because why not? I mean, everyone's doing them, right? So here's my first attempt. I am using my Rode microphone, which I have had for quite some time now. Apparently it's really expensive and really decent, but I guess I've just never learned how to use it. Um, so here goes. I'm just going to ramble and see what becomes of it. I might post it, I might not. It might be a cool thing to share on my newsletter or on my blog. It might be something I scrap and never listen to again. Um, So I thought I would talk about a book that I'm reading at the moment. So I'm currently juggling two reads. I'm reading one for fun and one to kind of broaden my knowledge of literature. So I am reading um, part four of The Boy with a Thorn in His Side, It's a series by Chantelle Atkins. She's an amazing indie author. Check her out. She's unbelievable. I've actually had the pleasure of working with Chantelle on my own series, Fortunes Well. We co-wrote that together. It's a trilogy at the moment. And we're actually planning to work on another series in the future, um, titled to be disclosed later. And um, yeah, Chantelle is just, she's so talented I discovered her in 2019 when I was part of the Blanford Literary Festival and there was something so edgy and cool about her. She just really spoke to me, just like her whole vibe and her book covers have got this sort of dark element. Um, I don't know, it's kind of like punky, like, yeah, just check them out. ChantelAtkins.com, check them out. Um, But anyway, I was just immediately intrigued by her. I've read pretty much all of her books now. There's just a few that I'm yet to read. Um, and her series Holds End is just, well, first of all, let me just say that all of her books, pretty much all of her books are connected, um, in some way to each other. So they'll be part of the same universe in some way. So some of the characters might, that might be little kids say in one book are featured as main characters in another series, or, you know, there's little cameos and things like that. It's just the crossovers are insane. And she is currently working on a few projects, um, that help tie things together a bit more and I just I am blown away Chantelle let me just say as well she is she is like bionic okay this woman is crazy she (laughs) she literally writes so many books I have no idea how she does it she worked on a trilogy with me we did 11 months it took us to write three books together back to back chapters just flying here there and everywhere And the whole time we were doing that, she also completed her own, like, first few drafts of a four-book series, as well as doing a few short story collections, I believe, and spin-offs, and working on stuff for Chasing Drifford Writing Group, which I'm also part of, which is just insane. There's just so much stuff. Like, Chantal has kids, she has a husband, she has dogs, like, lurchers that she takes out and walks, and it's just... I have no idea. And then she plants her own vegetables, grows her own stuff. Chantal, if you're listening to this, what the hell are you taking and where can we get it, okay? Because you are insane. Um, Anyway, so Chantal Atkins, amazing author. Um, Yeah, and I'm just completely in love with with her stuff. So I am currently reading The Boy with a Thorn in His Side, part four. I've been so excited to read this book. It it has not disappointed me. The other book I just want to say that I am reading alongside this is... um, for the whole, you know, expand my knowledge of literature thing, is Wuthering Heights by Emily Bronte, I believe. Yes, Emily Bronte. And um, I am struggling with that. I've got to say I'm struggling with it. I'm enjoying it, actually, at the moment, where I've got to. I'm probably, like, chapter 10 or something. 
and I kind of like get the gist of what's going on now and I'm enjoying it but it it's been a struggle to get into I'll be honest but that's only because I think of the the, the language difference like things are so different because it's written in like the whatever century it was also sorry if you can hear sirens right now there's an ambulance going past my house I haven't soundproofed my room or anything so I have no idea what you're going to pick up on this mic but um yeah so I'm reading that and it's quite cool because I'm learning new words from the glossary and things like old terms that I didn't I kind of know what they mean just because you kind of know in the context when someone says something you kind of know it's an insult or it's you know whatever but it's interesting to learn all the new words right and it's a classic Wordsworth classic so I mean I, I kind of have to read it right so my plan is to read alongside all my sort of leisure reading I'm going to read um, classic books throughout the year. So the next one is Of Mice and Men. And then I will probably do Jane Eyre or something like that. I'm not really sure. I've got a few lined up and I'm going to just pick which ones I think uh, like I, I'm going to go for at the, the time. Like if I'm reading a really heavy, long book in general, like a Stephen King or something, then I'll probably go for like shorter books like Of Mice and Men where, you know, I can get through it quicker. But Anyway, I'm digressing completely. So, The Boy with the Thorn in His Side, part four. Epic, epic, epic. I cannot even express how good this entire series is. Things took a little bit of a different turn in part three, I must admit. It went a little bit... Not not too different, not in a bad way. It just went... It was different. But the characters have grown up and things are changing, right? So, that's to be expected. Because at the start, they're kids... So part three kind of like introduces this different element. And then the ending of part three, my head just exploded. I was like, what is this? So <laughs> I was so amazed. I pretty much finished. And then, well, Chantal's really good because she puts like teasers at the end of her book. So I read like the little um, snippet of part four and I was already like so invested. And I really love the character of Lucy. And she's not actually... She is, she does appear a lot in the series, but she doesn't have a huge amount of, like, screen time, for lack of a better word. But I just really love Lucy. And so in part four, you get Lucy's POV as well, which is really good. And all the other friends and stuff. So, yeah, that's that's amazing. Um, but yeah, The Boy with the Thorn in His Side, if you haven't read it, read it, it follows this young boy called Danny and basically he's moved to this town his mum is kind of basically just hops from relationship to relationship can't hold one down is always dating these asshole guys and um yeah so every time it goes wrong she sort of picks up and moves away that's that's the the gist that i got sorry chantal if i if i'm butchering that but um that's the gist i get of danny's mum so um kind of like the movie the perfect man if you ever seen with hillary duff which is in no way genre like related to the boy with the thorn in his side at all. But you know, the mum in that, it's kind of like the same vibes. So uh yeah, so they move to this place, it's him, his brother, and his mum, and lo and behold, the mum starts dating a right arsehole again. And um Danny makes new friends, and they're all kind of like a bit grungy and you know, like the weirdo kids and always in trouble at school and stuff and anyway so he falls in with that crowd and um they think it'd be fun if they get back at this guy like play pranks on this guy and um 
it works and it's amazing and they're like yeah this is hilarious but then the mum kind of just jumps from that guy onto another guy and they're like well that's fine because we got rid of the last one right so they try again and effectively this guy is taking no prisoners and he is evil like really just bad there's so much there's like a lot of violence and dark themes and stuff in this series but at the same time it's kind of it's never too heavy to read you cannot help but continue reading i know when someone says to you oh it's a dark book or it's a heavy book or it's an emotional book or depressing or whatever like it can make people shy away because they feel like it's just too much and they read you read for pleasure right you read for escapism you don't read because you want to read about something really dark and depressing so um i get that that idea can make people shy away but honestly it's done in such a beautiful amazing way and it's set in the 90s as well like 90s in britain um you know it's like brit pop and amazing like the track list playlist for these books like there's always a playlist danny's playlist is featured at the end of the books um and it's always amazing there's like the stone roses the smiths it is so cool it really, you f- can't help but feel nostalgic, even if you weren't around in the 90s. I was born in ni- in the 90s, so I kind of get it, but I was very young. Um, but I, I'm, I'm absolutely living for it. So, yeah, Chantelle captures the whole vibe amazingly well. You can tell she puts everything into her books. Danny and his friends are so real. His family, everybody, like... I don't know how she does it. It's as if someone is literally dictating to her, like they've gone and they've said, this happened to me, this is my life story, and Chantel's just writing it down. The way she does it is just phenomenal. And um, like I say, the whole Zen trilogy blew me away. So, yeah, so it basically goes from there. um, And the series follows Danny as he's growing up with this really abusive um, step-parent slash mum's boyfriend thing going on. And, um, yeah it's it's pretty intense like how him and his friends try and um sort of solve things and try and get his mom away from this guy and how this guy does things and you get you also get to read parts from this guy's point of view as well so you know what he's thinking and how sadistic he is and the things that he's planning for Danny and for his mom and everything and then all the while you're reading Danny's chapters so you're like oh Danny's like doing this with his friends but little does he know you know Lee Howard's over here plotting so it's yeah it's really intense and i love it it's so good um so definitely check it out the boy with the thorn in his side chantal atkins just phenomenal um i guess the next thing that i'll close on is tv show and um music that i'm into right now um i'm actually really excited to start watching the third series of his dark materials it's based on the philip pullman books it's just it's amazing like I watched the first two series with my other half and we were blown away so we're really looking forward to that um I'm I've also been watching Dead to Me on Netflix and I know I'm late to the party on this one but I love it um I'm almost finished with it I moved house recently so I had to stop and um I've not really got back into where I was but I'm pretty much only a few episodes away from the end or the end so far anyway I don't really know if it's finished for good or not um, but it's so good. It's so funny. It's so emotional. It's so it's just a roller coaster ride. I love that show. Dead to Me on Netflix. Um, I'm also going to start watching One of Us is Lying, the second season. Um, 
I got really into the first season. However, I am writing a book currently titled Hollywood slash Welcome to Hollywood. I'm not really sure. Um, and some of the elements were very similar. So it kind of put me off because I've been working on Holly Hollywood for like so many years now, a long, long time, like since my uni days. Um, but I only started taking it seriously a few years ago. Um, or like last year, I think it might have been. Um, so yeah, so it, it kind of put me off a little bit because some stuff was too similar and it was like, oh, and then it made me feel like, oh, maybe I'm not so original after all. And made me kind of want to scrap the whole thing and obviously you can't get like that as a writer you have to just get it done and focus on it so I put off watching the second season for a while but I think I need to get on and watch it because apparently it's really really good um so that's that music at the moment I'm listening to so many random things um I really am loving A Fever You Can't Sweat Out by Panic at the Disco <laughs> I know it's old school but um I'm really digging that this week. And uh, The Smiths, a few random songs, just stuff. I think that's inspired by Chantel's books, really. Um, Stone Roses. I've listened to all sorts of random stuff. I've listened to like pop, like Ariana Grande recently as well. And um, But also the song that's really haunting me this week, which is, I, I don't know why. Um, it, I think it keeps coming up on my Spotify suggested, but it's called Hands On Me, and it's by Vanessa Carlton. And... It's just a really good song. It's just a really feel-good, chill song. So check that out. Vanessa Carlton, Hands On Me. Um, yeah. And I guess that's pretty much everything from me. That's what I'm reading. That's what I'm watching. And that's what I'm listening to. So yeah, if you want to drop a comment on this, drop a comment. If you want to tell me this is absolutely awful, tell me it's awful. But I just thought I would give it a go, try out my mic. Hopefully this is all recorded really well. And I'll catch up with you soon. Ciao.